0: Hillary, Bernie, and the Democrats reuniting ahead of the convention. I appreciate that. Brad is uh, joining us now, president and CEO of Bannon Communications Research. Um, a More than a pleasure to have him back with us. He is with me every Friday. And welcome. Happy Friday, Brad. Good to have you with us.
1: Always a pleasure to be with you, Leslie.
0: Um, so, so, yeah, sounds good. Always to, a pleasure to have you with us as well. Well, um, I'm waiting for the materials I've been given, uh, the topic, and now I'm good, I'm, I'm clear, I'm on board, and we need to talk about this. Brad, you and I are Democrats, and you and I both support Hillary. I if, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you and I wanted – I've wanted Hillary – I've been waiting for Hillary to be president since 2008. Uh, do you agree with me on that?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. So let's talk about it. Numerically – there is absolutely zero chance that Bernie Sanders will be the Democratic nominee. However, there are some things going on. I just wrote a piece for Fox that's going to be coming out on Monday. They just uh, sent me a little thing saying, you know, they didn't want me to get lost with the Egypt air and Trump with the NRA stuff, um, which is nice. You know, give a good week, you know, to have everybody reading it and talking about it and um, talking about California, but more specifically Hollywood. Now, Yes, there are celebrities that back Bernie. More Hollywood celebrities back Hillary, and many more big-time Hollywood check writers ever in checks to Hillary Clinton. Both are looking at California very seriously. This is the first time ever in a primary, I think historically and certainly in my lifetime, that California has actually been a decider state, uh, which I think it's coming down to be almost like you know, like in an Ohio in a general, uh, you know, at least for the Democrats. Now in California. Just this week, we're coming to the end of um, new voter registration, and there are more new voters who have registered in the state of California than in elections past. I know most people aren't aware of that. And more interestingly, the majority of and almost 200,000 of those, are in Los Angeles. Okay? Now, we don't have the demographics. We have age. Okay? And... I don't think they've broken it down by gender yet, certainly not by ethnicity. And I say that cuz I'm kind of curious how many Latinos there are. But these people there are more and more people out there that're not saying they're Democrat or Republican. And in California they don't say independent. Y- you say like, you know, declare to name, okay? Or, you know, undeclared. But Yeah, they do that. No. De- right, declared and declared a name. In addition, though, these new voters, a majority under 30 years of age. Now, this piece that I wrote that people hopefully are going to read and enjoy is kind of what's being whispered behind, you know, the backs of closed doors by Democrats. And what I hear here in California is we know Hillary will win the state, win the nomination, but there are a few fears with regard to Senator Sanders. When you see these numbers of youth and people saying they're independents, two areas he does better than – um, you know signing up to vote there are a lot of people that think although she takes California that it's not going to be by the the double digit margin that so many are predicting uh, and there and then Bernie would get and cut into some of that uh, delegate number in California and more so people are concerned Feinstein boxer others that there would be a problem, at the convention and rather than unity, there would be division like we saw in the Democratic Party in the 60s. Now, we got to take a break. So what I want you to do is think about all I said and when we come back, I'm going to let you pontificate. How's that? Uh, we will be back. on Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon. Pick up the phone and join us. Do you think all these people signing up in California to vote under 30, saying they're independent, are going to change? Not California going for Hillary necessarily. Maybe you think that will happen. But bernie having a much bigger percentage of the state of california than people are predicting 8886 leslie's the number 888-653-7543 call me and we're back on leslie marshall he's brad bannon that is the v for today and this friday and we want to hear from you because it is your show 8886 leslie 888-653-7543 okay brad i asked i said a lot there. Um, but I asked uh, you: Do you think Bernie's going to fare better in California than is predicted? And do you think that we're going to see a rather divided Democratic Party on that convention floor?
1: Well, I think uh, I, I think first of all that. Uh Bernie Sanders will probably do better uh, than expected in California. You talked about the registration of young people, and that vote is likely to go heavily towards uh, Bernie Sanders. The thing, though, is Bernie Sanders needs to win about 99% of the California primary vote uh, to be a, uh, be a can- you know, candidate in Philadelphia and that's not going to happen uh, because even if Bernie Sanders wins, there's a large enough uh, African American and Latino vote to hold his victory down and the reality is uh, Hillary has 300 more pledged delegates uh, than Bernie Sanders does and when you add in the superdelegate she has about 900 more delegates than Bernie Sanders does even if, you know, Bernie Sanders does extraordinarily well in California, Hillary Clinton is still going to have the votes uh, to win the nomination. Now, my preference would be what I think, you know, Bernie Sanders has made it clear that he wants to influence the Democratic platform and that's why he is running. I remember a speech he gave the night he uh, lost those four primaries in the Northeast, Mass, uh, Connecticut, Maryland, and uh, Delaware, and Pennsylvania. He said at the end of the speech, I'm staying in this race to win delegates to have an impact on the party platform. He didn't say anything about he was staying in the race to win enough delegates to win the nomination, because he knows that's impossible. So what I would hope to happen is, regardless of what happens in California, uh, I would hope that Bernie Sanders, uh, since the delegate selection process is over, uh, will basically bow to reality uh, and announce the day after the California primary uh, that he is uh, suspending his campaign, uh, but he will continue to use, the, you know, all the delegates he's accumulated to influence the party platform. Because I think this is really getting out of hand now. Uh, I think what's happening, things are getting, while Donald Trump is mending fences on the Republican side, uh, the Sanders and Clinton camps are, are still, you know, backbiting each other. And I think we've got to the point now that the Democratic infighting is becoming dangerous. And I think, again, if I would hope Senator Sanders, today after the California primary, uh, says, I'm spending my campaign. Uh, I am not. Uh, I'm going to be devoting my efforts and the delegates I've won to influencing the party platform. Because I think this is going to get even more bitter. Because what I see happening is... I think the the more obvious it becomes that Hillary Clinton is going to be the nominee, and it's pretty obvious, uh, the more uh, frustrated the Sanders people get. And the more frustrated the Sanders people uh, get, the more they lash out uh, at Hillary, uh, the DNC, anybody who's available. So I think this is going to get could get worse before it gets better, and the only person who can stop that from happening is Bernie Sanders. See, in my mind, Bernie Sanders has won all the major battles in this campaign. He's won everything but the nomination. He drew Hillary to the left. Uh, He activated a whole new generation of young activists for the Democratic Party. He's going to have a major impact on the platform in Philadelphia, but he's not going to win the nomination. And if I was Bernie Sanders the day after California, I would quit while I'm ahead uh, and suspend his campaign and focus on Philadelphia. Uh, because Donald Trump has the luxury now of mending fences, and Hillary Clinton needs to do that now, but Bernie Sanders and his supporters won't let her.
0: Okay. Um, let's, uh, let's take some calls first. Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. We go to Tucson, Arizona, listening on iHeartRadio, and Rachel joins us. Hi, Rachel. Good afternoon. Happy Friday.
2: Hey, how are you? Doing great. Love your show. I'm actually awesome. I get to hear you again.
0: <laughs> awesome, awesome. We're glad to have you with us.
2: Well, uh, first of all, I'm an African-American woman, and I was for a way back in 08, even before Obama, so you can imagine the flack I got for that. So I've been for because I grew up in the South, in Tennessee, and Arkansas, so I know the work that she's done when nobody was watching, but <laughs> I don't underestimate Bernie at all. I teach public speaking, and, and my students were 50-50, and so... Knowing that 200,000 new youth have, you know, uh, in, uh, registered to vote, um, you know, we don't know what the the split is, but I don't estimate what percentage he would take. I will do not take him for granted, like I don't take Trump for granted. So we have to be aware. We have to be ready. We have well, what, to what do you think? What do you think is going to
0: conv- Is there, you know, is he going to up <clears throat> upend the convention, which some people think that he's going to do?
2: Well, you know, you can do that, but do he want to leave that as his legacy? If you talk that you walked with Dr. King, and I grew up in Memphis where when Dr. King I was in the 8th grade when he got shot, if you walk the talk of a socialist and a, and a person that for the people, then do you want to leave a legacy of being just a rebel rouser, or do you want to leave a legacy of a distinguished politician with a lot of things to say that are definitely positive, and
0: definitely for the people. He has to decide that. Um, Okay. Excuse me. Brad?
1: Well, uh, I think Rachel makes a very good point. I think up to this point in the campaign, Bernie Sanders has proved he is a force in the Democratic Party and has changed it significantly. But it can only go downhill from here. Right now, Bernie Sanders... Downhill for
0: Bernie or downhill for the Democrats or both?
1: Uh, Well, I I think Bernie's causing major problems now. He's not going to win the nomination. And up to this point, he's run a great campaign and fundamentally changed the party. But from now on, if he keeps going and his supporters keep attacking hillary his legacy is going to be on the guy who elected donald trump
0: well, I, told, I, I, tell, I tell i tell people that. that i tell people yep. that yep that i i will blame bernie sanders if donald trump is our president absolutely right, yeah
1: and he deserves to blame and, and that, i don't think he wants that on his resume or his conscience
0: um, yeah, but it's, I think his ego, unfortunately, is, I don't know what it is. I mean, I understand he wants to cut in uh, to California. Um, Rachel, anything else, sweetie, so we don't take your whole life here? Oh, no, no, no.
2: Oh, you can take all my time you want, Leslie. <laughs> but I just, you know, like I try to tell my students, okay, look for the facts. Rhetoric is rhetoric. You understand rhetoric. We have to deal with the facts. And that's why I am for Hillary. Many, I'm a guns person. I, I'm ex-military, so don't tell me anything about killing people. I don't want to hear about it. And what you need it for? Um, um, and so I, I, I look for the facts. So people need to say, okay, all right. I'm gonna hold my nose. I don't care what you hold, as long as you vote blue. I don't care what you do, as long as you can talk about it, call the name, vote blue, and be quiet. Because as an as African American person, I've lived the hell of being a, a, a minority in this country under people like trump
0: and i'm not going through that again oh wow very 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 well said and by the way thank you for your service it's good to know a strong broad like you has my back girlfriend oh i got your back anytime you have a great day okay you have a great weekend as well and thank you for your call and call us again rachel there in tucson appreciate it uh let's go to bill in albuquerque new mexico listening on kabq he is on line three hey how you doing bill good afternoon
3: Great Leslie, I appreciate you taking my call. I I've just been sitting here listening and you know the last few weeks it's been rambling in my head. Bernie started or has started a movement. And it's time for him to sit down and make haha with uh, with Hillary so that we don't have a Trump Trump president. But we need to continue this on and if it takes a third party of any sort run by headed up by bernie and start putting our ducks in a row in for the next two years to start putting those kind of people into the uh... uh, the local uh... situation and into the state government into the federal government and in four years Take charge of this so-called Democratic party that's fallen by the wayside.
0: Very well said, um, very well said. I think what we're hearing is, I mean even <clears throat> even uh, Robert Reich said this. He said, you know, you got, you know, support Bernie, but you got to fight like hell for Hillary. Um, it, we are seeing seventy two percent of Democrats support Hillary. Brad, are Bernie supporters going to come out and vote for Hillary Clinton in November? Because to me, if there is a mess in July, and you don't see unity, and by the way, is the only way she gets his backing and supporters by putting him as VP on the ticket. Because I don't think he's strong to compliment her. I think she needs somebody younger. She needs a white guy. When I say a white guy, like a white Christian guy, and or you know, in so, in some capacity, or maybe a Latino. I don't think two women work. I don't think two senior citizens necessarily work. And I think she needs somebody, perhaps. Um, you know, more moderate than her in some areas and maybe to the left and, and others. Brad, what do you think? Uh, Bernie, as a, a VP, is that the only way she gets him to come around, back her, and get his supporters to come around and rally behind her?
1: Well, the short answer is I don't think that's going to happen for two reasons. Uh, one is I don't think Bernie wants to be VP uh, because he will go from being a strong voice in the Senate to being no voice at all, locked in the back room somewhere, because that's what happens to vice presidents. If I was Bernie Sanders, I wouldn't want to be Hillary Clinton's vice president, uh, because he'll never be seen or heard from, at least for the next four years. As a senator, he continues to fight for the issues he cares about. And honestly, I don't think even if Hillary offered him uh, the spot, he would take it. And so I think we really have to look to other people. Uh, there are a lot of names floating around. Uh, one of them, who's a, a guest on your show, uh, the Secretary of Labor, Tom Perez. Uh, second name that gets a lot of uh, uh, talked about a lot. I would, I would love 15. if it, I would.
0: I would love if it was Tom Perez simply because you know I'm on a first name basis. <laughs> It'd be so nice to be on a birthday basis as a vice president.
1: It could be, Leslie. Uh, He is certainly um, one of the people that gets mentioned a lot. Uh, Tim Kaine, the senator from Virginia, gets mentioned a lot. Uh, Cory Booker, the senator from New Jersey, gets mentioned a lot. Uh, and uh, but the reality is it 's not going to be Bernie Sanders, because I doubt he would say yes, even if Hillary asked her. I suspect what will happen at Philadelphia or before Philadelphia is knowing full well that Bernie Sanders doesn 't want to be vice President. Hillary Clinton will ask him, knowing that he 's going to refuse. That way, she can tell the Sanders people, "Well, I offered him the job, and he didn't take it." See, I think in the long run, this is going to work out.
4: Because,
0: and, and wait, wait, when you say work, when you say "workout," workout for Democrats to work out in November, long run. And the reason I say that is, I know it was just one poll, and it was a Fox News poll. However, Fox News showed uh, Donald Trump leading Hillary Clinton with independence by 16%. Then again, independent is a generalized word uh, that, you know, different people, you know, use if they don't want to use Democrat or Republican sometimes. Um, But do numbers like that, even if it's one poll, a Fox News poll, concern you? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: See, I think, let's assume the race is between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Uh, Which it will be. I can guarantee you that no candidate will win more than 55% of the vote.
0: And, the and, range, and is that because of who these candidates are, or is that because the way our country is right now, which is most people are left or right, and then those other people in the center are left on social issues and right on fiscal issues?
1: It's our country is a 50-50 nation. It's the country. The nation is split down the middle. And it's be given that polarization, it would be almost impossible uh, for either of those two candidates to get more than fifty five percent of the vote. And
0: is that so and, and it, how long has that been? You 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 say that's the way our na- that, that's our nation. How how long would you say that um, the presidential election has been the general election has been that way in America?
1: Well, certainly since two thousand, uh, the Gore. Bush race was split right down the middle in the popular vote. Uh, John Kerry got, I think, 48 percent of the vote. Uh, and the reality is the country's so polarized, no one, no, neither of them is going to be able to get, you know, more than 51, 52, or 53 percent of the vote, which means it's going to be close. And it, it probably will be close. Uh, but one of the things we have to remember here is that hillary's not the only one who has problems uh... with party defectors all during the primaries there were more republicans who said they had doubts about supporting trump than democrats who said they had doubts about supporting hillary clinton and that was consistent all the way through the primaries and trump has his own problems and. You know, I listened to part of his NRA speech today, and one of the things he said, I think once this stuff settles in, a lot of the young independents uh, who were great Bernie Sanders fans are going to see their handwriting on the wall. During his speech today, Donald Trump said there would be no gun-free zones in this country if he's president. What?!
2: Yeah,
0: he said that. <laughs> and and then on top of it, that's a three sixty from what he wrote about, uh, you know, just years ago in his uh, book. No, it's a three sixty.
2: A three sixty means you're back in the same spot. A one eighty means you turn around, the opposite. No,
0: everybody says three sixty when they mean a, a complete turnaround, like somebody completely <laughs> turned around. Okay. I know. Mark. If I look up anal in the dictionary, there are two pictures, my producer and my husband. What does that say about Here me? Here I am. Okay. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back. If you're holding, hang on, getting to your calls right after this. Don't go away. We're talking about Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. Is it time for us to unite? NRA, much earlier than usual, proclaimed their love for Donald Trump. Big surprise. I mean, who the hell of it? They? They're certainly not going to endorse Hillary Clinton, right? We'll be back. Victoria Jones, live from our nation's capital Talk Media News, who was extraordinary. And I thank you for filling in for me yesterday here on the show. Always a pleasure to have you with us.
4: Thank you
0: very much. Uh, Very, very nice feedback. But I know that. I only trust my baby with certain people, and you are one of them. Um, Thank you. There's uh, been some breaking news this afternoon. There's been a shooting um, on a street right near or right outside the White House, correct? Could you give us more information?
4: Yeah, it was on the street right outside the White House. Uh, on West Executive Avenue, northwest, this is a street that borders the White House to the west. I mean, it's, it it goes right up to the White House. Now, this was uh, an unidentified person who's in critical condition. He was shot by a Uniformed Secret Service officer. An official uh, said that... Um, the Secret Service officer opened fire about 3 o'clock after the person approached and drew a weapon. No one else was injured. Now, the person may not have actually shot, uh, but uh, the White House other federal offices were locked down for about an hour during the incident. president was not on the premises. He'd left earlier in the afternoon to play golf because he's about to leave for a, a seven-day trip to Vietnam and Japan. So he decided to get a game of golf in before he goes out. President Vice President Biden was on the ground, but was quickly secured inside. The White House went on lockdown for a couple of hours and then was freed up again. Now, apparently, it was not quite on White House grounds, very close to White House grounds. It's at a checkpoint just before the White House grounds. Now, one witness said to a local NBC affiliate, that he saw a man walk towards the white house with a gun in his hand and this man called larry samples and he says the man ignored repeated orders from officers on the premises to drop the gun and was eventually shot when he refused to comply
0: So we don't have anybody chanting anything in a different language and, you know, people calling this terrorism, although a a threat potentially on the president or his life obviously is terrorizing for those in the White House and those of us outside. Victoria, thank you once again for filling in yesterday. Great job again today in bringing us up to date and keeping us abreast of the situation in D.C. with that shooting, the latest there from Talk Media News. Well, we have a lot to talk about. And uh, we were going to talk. We uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to continue our conversation because we didn't finish up. Because we want to get your opinion on this. Hillary Clinton is supposed to win California and supposed to be the Democratic nominee. There are more people registering to vote in California just these past few days. They're under thirty, and they say they're not Democrat. They're not Republican. They can't call themselves Independent, but we can. They call themselves Undeclared. Or refuse, decline to declare. So, is Bernie Sanders going to do better in California than all the experts are predicting? And will that momentum go all the way to the convention floor in July and divide the Democratic Party? Because there are people that think the Democratic Party will be up Ended. Now, there's a lot to talk about. Brad, as I said, runs Band Communications Research, a polling message development and media firm that helps labor unions, progressive issues groups, and Democratic candidates win public affairs and campaigns. In addition to being here every Friday, he is a lecturer in political science at Salem State University in Salem, Mass., and he also is a weekly blogger for Epic Times, formerly for U.S. News and World uh, Report. Uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, the New York Times had a piece. On uh, Bernie Sanders eyeing the convention, would be willing to harm Hillary Clinton in the home stretch. Do you think Bernie has harmed her? Do you think she will? And does this hurt the party? And if Donald Trump becomes president, do we have Bernie Sanders to thank for it? If he doesn't start to unite and back Hillary Clinton now, eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three is the number. And uh, the DNC, um, s- uh, some say is going to offer Sanders a convention concession. Uh, They don't want an ugly conflict, the DNC, at the convention this summer, late July. And they plan to offer a concession to Senator Sanders that would be seats on a key convention platform committee. But will it be enough to stop Sanders from picking a fight over the party's policy positions? And what about Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Selecting Bernie Sanders as a running mate. We already know Harry Reid has talked with Bernie Sanders, and I'm sure there are other Democrats that will talk with uh, Senator Sanders. So, you know, we will see what happens with that. Will that be enough to offer him a committee seat on the DNC, 8886 Leslie, 8886537543, to have more say in the platform? Or is that not enough? Would VP from Hillary be what it takes for him to back down? 8886 leslie Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Every critic of Trump is standing in line, lockstep behind him. Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz will be soon, Chris Christie. Why? Because they – I'm sorry. At least the Republicans are being smarter here. They know they can't win. He's going to get the nomination. Ted Cruz at least had the intelligence and decency to back out because what are the – Republicans at least have their eye on the real prize, which is the White House. Bernie Sanders isn't going to get the nomination, and the nomination is not the prize. Defeating Trump is for the Democrats. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Now, some say because the party's divided, Hillary Clinton doesn't and shouldn't rule out Bernie Sanders as a VP pick. What do you think? Who do you think she'll pick? Who do you think she should pick? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Now, today, Fox News got a poll that showed Donald Trump ahead of Hillary Clinton by 16 percentage points among independents. I don't like as a Democrat and Hillary supporters seeing those numbers. Hillary Clinton says Donald Trump's not qualified to be president, and I would agree with her. I think a lot of people agree. But there are people – it's going to come out uh, – there are going to be people, people that vote for Hillary because they don't want Trump or vote for Trump because they don't want Hillary and, of course, people who do support both. But I'm really not sure how many of the people are voting for somebody versus – against another person 8886 leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. and last in this hour to get your comment you know donald trump said that banning guns at one time was a good thing the gun control measures were a good thing to have a ban on assault weapons conceal and carry permits dangerous and now He's done. Marky Mark says a 180. I say a 360. Brad, be the type. Well, no, no, put you in a bad position. Do, uh, do you use the term he did a 360?
1: Uh, I hate to say this, Leslie, but uh, Marky Mark is right on this one.
0: I know mathematically he's right, but I have heard he did a 360. Like, a f- com- like he completely flipped around. Like Linda Blair's We do I do the, the greatest
2: exorcist. 360s, 180. That was terrible. It's going to be great.
0: Uh uh-huh, can uh-huh. we just
1: compromise on 270? There you go.
0: Okay can we just compromise on the fact that Donald Trump has not told the truth one time in this <laughs> I mean cycle the guys he's pro pro-choice, he's pro-life, he's pro-choice, he's pro-life. Um, you know he's not you know people make too much money. Now he might be in favor of raising minimum wage. He wants companies to be punished that send jobs overseas, yet his company sends jobs overseas to Mexico and to China. China's the enemy, and he's made money from that nation on the backs of people out of work in this country. He demonizes a woman's husband, who is his opponent, for having affairs, yet he has, and committed adultery. And did, by the way, was Ivanka an enabler? Because he says Hillary Clinton is. But today he assured the gun rights supporters at the NRA in his speech that he's their guy. Like I said, who the hell are they going to endorse? Hillary Clinton? No. They're going to endorse him. They're going to give him the money. Seriously. They're going to back him. They're the biggest Republican lobby. He's going to be the Republican nominee. I mean, my eight-year-old could figure this out. This is not rocket science. And I think we all know now Donald Trump is changing his tune. There'll be no gun-free zones in this nation. So those of you that want your right to keep and bear arms don't care about the rights of people like me. They want you to keep your arms away from me and my kids. And then on top of it, of course, no gun-free zones. He talks about it wouldn't have happened in Paris if a few people had guns, and that's bull. That's absolute bull. At the Sikh temple, there was an armed individual there. That was a gun-free zone. Columbine, there were two armed individuals, one in, one outside the school. That still came down. I mean, that's not going to make it go away. More people own guns today than ever before, and there are more mass shootings in our nation. Homicide numbers were up last year, and we're seeing violent crime in major cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, where I live, on the rise again. Now, of course, people blame liberal policies, okay? But then you want to talk about, hey, help out first responders? Nah. Is that a liberal policy? Get more guns off the street? Nah. How about background checks so bad guys don't walk into gun shows and just buy something and walk away? Nah, there is no gun show loophole. Really. You know, years ago I worked in Sacramento, California, and to prove this, we went to a gun show, and I saw how easy it was if somebody wanted to truly buy a gun. Walked in, said, I like this, handed the credit card. That was it. That was it. He could have had felony convictions (laughs) in three states throughout the country. Absolutely crazy. So we're going to talk to Brad, but I want to talk to you. Pick up the phone and join us. 8886 leslie 888 7543 uh, is uh, the number um and uh let's uh let's go to the calls and uh brad let's take a call first before you and i chit chat because paul's, okay. paul's been holding over an hour in washington online five listening on progressive voices um we appreciate you being with us and your patience paul good afternoon and we want your take on all of this
5: <laughs> okay well if i may provide as a uh, an algebra and geometry teacher uh first some compromise to this uh, rotational controversy <laughs>
6: um
5: in order to do a 360, that is a full circle, you first have to do a 180. So uh, in compromise, and I think it would be apropos to describe Donald Trump as having first been this, then that, and now back to the other thing. So he was A, then he was B, and now he's A again. So he was started at origin, then he did a 180, and now in many ways he's back to the, where he was before. So in other words, you can't tell what part of the circle he's on at any given time. So,
6: I, I Ball think wins. wins.
5: <laughs> that, that way uh, I, I don't have to get in trouble with Leslie for not knowing what I'm You're a wise
6: thinking. man, Paul. Yes, okay. <laughs> uh,
5: so what I heard Brad say last hour, I'm in general agreement with him, but for a couple of things in their A and B part, um, I don't know that Bernie Sanders has started a movement, and the B part is with all of these young millennials. They have yet to demonstrate that they're going to show up Uh, They didn't show up last November when we lost a number of state races, governorships, and so on. Yeah, midterms
0: are different, though, Paul. Midterms are different, especially among Democrats.
5: Well, they better figure it out, because uh, the one thing that Bernie Sanders is counting on is heavy, 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 heavy domination, uh, Democratic domination in both the United States Congress and at the state level, because if he thinks he's going to get democratic socialism to do anything, that's what he needs. And this is the thing that bothers me about Bernie Sanders: the democratic, the progressive wing of the Democratic Party needs to start uh, having a a. Uh, Bernie Sanders has a brought a reactive, cynical, negative message of grievance. Not that none of none of them are legitimate; they are. But we have to go start with solutions. Bernie Sanders hasn't said anything positive in three months. He hasn't even talked about Medicare for all and free colleges in three months. All he has done is talk about grievances of Wall Street and how Hillary Clinton is linked to that. It's been grievance, 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 negativity, negativity. And I would say even Donald Trump, through all of his
0: racism and bigotry, is more positive. Because, by the way, uh, by the way, Paul, on to your point, there was a poll today. Somebody sent it to me. It was an actual poll. MSNBC has been making more negative remarks about Hillary Clinton than Fox News and other media outlets this past, for the past couple of weeks.
5: Right. And did you just hear another poll that in the Republican Party, Donald Trump's negatives would never vote for have gone from 36% to 21% in a week. They are coalescing around Trump, whereas uh, Bernie Sanders is creating a huge divide in the, in the Democratic Party. And it's all, it's all a bunch of angry progressives because he's done nothing but provide a negative and a grievance message. Now I don't, I'm not saying that the grievances are not legitimate, but grievances only get you so far. They don't solve any problems. He hasn't talked about how do we get to Medicare for all. Leslie, you know this because your husband is a physician, you know a lot about health care, that we can't just go from here to there right away. We need a number of critical steps to get
0: I thinking. agree, and not even that. Even if you didn't need those steps, you need a legislative body that's going to pass your provision, and that's not going to happen.
5: And he hasn't talked about, for instance, the step we need most in health care is cutting costs. You can't. It's the, the payer has no ability to cut costs. That's what we need to do is cost-cutting measures. That's the other reason why we can't we don't have uh, we can't have free college, as he likes to say. The reason that tuition costs have gone skyrocket is because states are drowning in health care costs and they' t- they're, they're subsidizing the colleges okay. to a lesser
0: degree. Paul Paul, we got to take a break. hold on, I'm not cutting you off. I'll let you finish. Okay. Brad, I'll let you weigh in and everybody holding I'll get to your calls. Watch me. Hang on, we will do this. I'm Leslie Marshall. quick break on this Friday, Don't go away. We're back. on Leslie Marshall. We're talking with Paul in Washington State. Paul, uh, please uh, continue, and then, Brad, I'll let you weigh in.
5: Okay. Okay. Are you there? Yep. Okay. I, I, my message is we have to get as progressives on a more positive, uh, solution-oriented uh, tone and, and message, and that is to how... I understand Bernie Sanders has a number of grievances, but how do we fix those? Just complaining about them only gets you so far. And I'm talking about how do we get to Medicare for all? How do we get to fully funded state colleges? Uh, we could say things like this. Uh, hey, if you want, you want me to cut your taxes, we can do that when we raise wages. Guess what? If you're making $50,000 a year and you're paying 15% in income taxes, if you were making 60000 we could get the same amount of revenue in the government's pocket, and you'd have more in your pocket at 12.5%. How's that? You see, that's the thing that Bernie Sanders is missing, because he's too busy, as I say. Only one word can come out of your mouth at a time, and when your word is attack, then the other positive words cannot come out. And that's what he has not done in the last three months, because he's been so busy attacking. And the other thing is complaining about the Democratic Party when he came into the party wanting to use the machine, then what he doesn't win he becomes a spoiled sport, a bad, a poor sport, and he wants to abuse the machine. He is not being truthful about the way this waste is being run, and the delegates... If, Brad, I think you heard... I heard you say that if Hillary Clinton has 900-plus more delegates than he has, she's already to the 2383, if you, if you include super delegates.
1: Now, yeah, she's a few votes short. She's pretty pretty much right up there. She still hasn't officially... She needs a few more.
5: But the the... The number, uh, as I understand it, the number of pledged delegates, the the majority number of pledged delegates to be attained, is not twenty three eighty three. It's actually two thousand twenty five, and she's very very close to that number now. Uh, So
0: yeah, math. I mean, I saw something funny today, which is I'm just going to make some number up. Okay, it said. There are 787 remaining superdelegates, and Bernie needs 892 of them. And I had to laugh. I reposted it. I know people think I hate Senator Sanders. I don't. I love him. I think he's awesome. I love his ideas. But there is a point where you say, I got, I've got. i got to work with the team because we are a team that needs to beat the other team. And the other team, right now, they already are at the horse races and, and they're on the track, and we're not there yet. And that, I feel, is very dangerous. Paul, very good comments. Hang tight. Uh, Brad, please respond.
1: Well, uh, first of all, uh, I agree with Paul. Bernie Sanders is being unrealistic. And the reality is... My guess is every time there's been a Democratic presidential debate, uh, the Republican Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, has been watching the debate and listened to Bernie Sanders promise this, that, and the other thing, and he's probably laughing his butt off. Because none of that, even the stuff Hillary Clinton proposes, is not going to happen as long as Paul Ryan is Speaker of the House. And he is going to be, continue to be Speaker of the House. Uh, and there is, an un, there is an air of unreality, uh, because we're not going to get anything done until we turn over the House and the Senate. And we're not going to, we may turn over the Senate, but we're not going to turn over the House this year. And so I think, you know, what I would like is for the candidates to say, okay, this is how we're going to, this is how we're going to work uh, with the Republicans to get X, Y, and Z done, because that's the only way it's going to happen. Because Paul Ryan can stop any initiative uh, that Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders initiates he has the powers because representatives to do that
0: and this is another reason we need to unite because it's not just a presidential race we do have the ability to take back the senate and i think that we need to be uh uh and yeah and and yeah we can't forget the supreme court marky mark thank you folks if you don't like hillary if you love bernie if you don't like bernie you love hillary even if you love donald trump but you don't want to go back 50, 60 years in this country. You have got to have a Democrat in the White House and one that and, – and I'm telling you, if we continue, Donald Trump will be our – if Donald Trump is our president, not only do I have to move, I will have to just delete Senator Sanders from my life. And I don't mean it a bad way. I mean, you know, everywhere possible. All right, let's continue uh, with the uh, – we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back uh, with the calls. Don't go away. I, you know, some days in this political fight, hey there, America, I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon. I, I want to drink heavily, pass out, and wake up after the election in November because I really don't know how I'm going to survive that night if this race continues to be so close. And, Brad, you say the race between Hillary Clinton, who will be the nominee eventually, Senator Sanders, uh, and Donald Trump um, is going to be uh, real close. A nail-biter close or no when we look at the electoral college map?
1: Well, I think, I think it might be different with the Electoral College. Uh, I think the popular vote is going to be close, because basically the United States is a very polarized nation. And
0: I pray to God Donald Trump doesn't win popular in Hillary Electoral, because then, you know, karma is a B-word, B you know?
1: Yeah, and, you know, but it's really, if you look at the Electoral College map... It's a lot harder for Donald Trump to get to 270 than it is for Hillary Clinton. Uh, for instance, let me give you an example. Uh, Georgia hasn't gone Democratic uh, since Jimmy Carter ran for president. Uh, and the journal, the Atlanta Journal Constitution, did a statewide poll this week which showed Trump only three, ahead, three points ahead of Hillary in
0: Georgia. Uh, I think. But between well, now and November, that can change incredibly. Oh, sure right? it can.
1: But what it tells me is that... Now, wait, 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 uh, wait.
0: i got to understand, and, and Marky Mark and I were talking about this briefly the other day, but out of all states, though... um Is is it because of the evangelicals or is it because of the African-American? I mean what is it because the – most most Republicans are white, and most Republicans in Georgia are white, and you would think they would love – no offense to the white Republicans in Georgia. Not all of you like this, but I do have a feeling there's a lot of people that are white Republican in Georgia going, yeah, keep out those damn Muslims and send those Mexicans back. They're all illegal. I'm sorry. I just, you know what I mean? I, you hear that mentality. You see that mentality at Trump rallies. So to me, Georgia is a state that, in some respects, epitomizes the audience that, that Donald Trump has.
1: Well, it does, except the African American population has been growing in Georgia over the last 20 years.
0: Bless their hearts.
1: Uh, and uh, the reality is Georgia could very much be in play. Uh, another state that Republicans traditionally win, Arizona could be in play because of the, large because of the
0: Latino, Latino population, population
1: there. Yep. Uh, Trump is not, a, not is going to have – Donald Trump's going to try to pick off states like – michigan and pennsylvania in the industrial midwest the problem is hillary's also going to be looking at picking up uh, traditionally republican states uh, like georgia uh, like arizona so it's really hard it's a lot easier to see how hillary clinton gets to 270 electoral votes uh, than it is donald trump i mean all hillary has to do to get to 270 is win all the states that Obama did in 2012.
0: And how's that looking prediction-wise? Well,
1: I think it looks pretty good. Okay. I think it looks pretty good. Uh, and I think there may be a big margin in electoral college, but there, I, I think the margin in the popular vote will be relatively small because Americans are split right down the middle 50-50.
0: Um, you know, uh, we have um, a, a Southern Trump supporter who who has a thing or two to say. Shall we listen? Sure.
7: Okay. He's going to build a wall. Meet Skeeter. And make the Mexicans pay for Who it. used to suffer from Obama derangement syndrome. He's totally self-funded. But thanks to I'll you, you what, now suffers from Trump derangement syndrome. He's going to keep all the Muslims out. Although he has lost his irrational fear of Obama. That guy was on a plane doing terrorist math. He has supplanted it with wall. irrational support of Trump. He's going to keep all the Transformers out of the ladies' room. And once again, you can help. He is not racist. By giving to the Trump derangement syndrome foundation he just can't help it. that racists really like him a lot simply log on and give what you can to our go (laughs) yourself campaign he's gonna make america great again try to help skeeter if you can i respect your opinion and i'm gonna beat the crap out of you america thanks you
0: and that was rocky mountain mike and i just want to clarify on the air marky mark sent this to me the other day i was having a bad day and I, I, I listened to it later that night because I was doing some work and I didn't want my audio on. And I listened to the whole thing, that thing he just played, and I chuckled. The next day I said, thank you, that was funny, or cute, that was funny, or something, made me laugh, whatever. And then he goes, what part did you like best? Okay, now Brad, you just listened to it. I can still not tell you what part I liked best because to me it's just like a montage of all the same – type of stuff i thought it was funny so it was, and, right, and, wait wait wait, wait. so marky mark wait marky mark goes in true look up in the dictionary anal form uh you didn't listen to it oh my god did i want to bitch slap this boy it's like i did listen to it i just didn't have a favorite part because to me it was all like one like Are you airing your
6: dirty piece. laundry on air
0: i am because you gave me crap about it. i did listen to it i'm not going to send you something and say thank you that was funny and lie to you that's not our relationship
2: I, you know, I didn't have enough faith in our relationship, and I'm disappointed obviously, in myself.
0: Obviously, Andrew, I'm a bastard. You know how it's Andrew's birthday Sunday. Okay? That's right. And Andrew is now a we little get bit, to beat
6: him up because a of how bit, old he is. You know, a
0: little bit younger than Mark and I. So Mark was going to beat him up. You know, for the age difference between Mark and him, and then you know, I and him, and obviously Mark's older. But uh, then, then, then um, I do think Andrew, when the show is done, just beat the crap out of Mark. Yeah, for I deserve time, it. Would you?
6: <laughs> I'm going to punch you, my own. I mean, self deserves the it between, give
0: me crap about the 360, the 180. You know.
6: We'll bring your whip back. Leslie. Have you ever
0: seen a 440?
6: You want your whip back? <laughs> We've got your whip handy if you, you want You know it.
0: what a 440 is? I, I don't know. It's when your head keeps spinning after I've punched oh, it 360. Oh, like Linda
6: Blair?
0: <laughs> All right, let's get to the calls. Uh, we are talking politics. Joe in Albuquerque, your line dropped. What are you doing to us? Um, uh, let's continue uh, with the calls and uh, let's go to Jake in Eureka, California, online five, listening on KGOE. Hey, how you doing, Jake? Good afternoon.
8: Hi, Leslie. Hi, Brad. Um, these opinion polls,
2: first of all, in May, they're not really worth anything at this point, but they appear to be oversampling white voters. They're based on the last election turnout, and what's happened thanks to Donald Trump. If Latino voter turnout this election is going to be massive and that's what's gonna you know doom Trump's candidacy
8: is the fact that he's really upset uh, Latino voters to an extent I've never seen before
0: yeah but even even I mean massive oh they had almost 10 percent I think they're going to top 10 percent of you know the election of vote wise I do but still 10% although that's powerful is is 10 let's say around that number even higher than that going to topple Brad do you agree with Jake's assessment of Latinos coming out en masse?
1: Yes, and there's already quite a bit of evidence to suggest that's true. Uh, Registration in Latino communities across this country, places like Arizona, uh, where it could be really important, uh, are going through the roof. Latinos are registering to vote already like crazy, and we're five months before the election. And the reality is that you cannot win a presidential election with the white vote anymore. In 2012, Mitt Romney beat Barack Obama by 20 points among white voters and didn't get elected. And that's because the the turnout of non-white voters has been going up every four years. It was 24 percent in 2012. And my guess is it might get up to 30 this time uh, that Barack Obama's overwhelming margins among the growing minority voter population – mitigated uh, the 20-point win that Mitt Romney had with white voters, and it's going to be even tougher for Donald Trump, because I think the Latino turnout will go through the roof, they're going to be the non-white part of the voting pool in November is going to be even higher than it was in 2012.
0: But, d- but don't you think, I mean, one thing that Trump has in common with Bernie is, you know, he gets people who haven't registered to vote or haven't voted before to come out, and if they come out in the primaries and even caucuses, which can take your whole bloody day, I think they're going to show up in November.
1: Well, yeah, and Latinos are going to show up like crazy in November, too. Uh, so I'll, you know, I'll take the Trump increased turnout, and I bet you the pronounced effect of turnout is going to work for Hillary Clinton, not Donald Trump, because I think there are going to be people voting in election on the Democratic side who have never voted before.
0: All right, Jake, thank you, See, You spawned more conversation. Let's go to Michael in the Bronx on Line 2. Michael, good afternoon.
8: Hey, hey, Leslie and Brad. What hey, Michael. Are two, what are you two guys doing? I mean, as if we don't have enough— Violent rhetoric from Trump and Company. Here you two talking about wanting well, to beat the crap out of Andrew because his <laughs> birthday was coming up. Oh, happy birthday, Andrew.
6: I
0: was <laughs> talking with him. He didn't say nothing to me. Huh. None of- Michael, me? Michael, yes, we can. C- keep going, Michael. We got, we got a radio show here, and I'm on a timer, yes. so go. <laughs> okay, okay. With the Bernie Sanders
8: supporters, and I was pointing this out the other day, I want everyone to think of, and remember, two words, stop and think, because Bernie Sanders, he's still pretty pedo from a report in the Washington Post, I think it was, in which Hillary supposedly said something about um, Bernie Sanders being unqualified, and, and Hillary, to this very day, is still being on the defense. And I never said such a thing. You know, Bernie should have checked the source and make sure whether or not that was true, which obviously... Court wasn't true but then now you have a divided um the democratic party that's getting out of hand and you sh- people should know that these republicans are a bunch of troublemakers we've seen we've seen the group of troublemakers in the occupied. Rather than saying, oh, you see, Democrats are so violent and blah, blah, blah. Well,
0: they already no. did, but they already did uh, uh, with Nevada. Uh, Michael, good points. Uh, we are got to take a break. Uh, Brad, quickly comment, and then we will take zip break.
1: Well, I am optimistic. I think on the night of July 28th, the last night of the Democratic Convention, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders are going to hug each other on stage. And at that point, we'll be all set.
0: You think that's going to happen? I don't yes, know. Yes, I he's, absolutely He's do. been very hateful of her. I haven't seen her return that. I really haven't, to her credit. Um, I, I've just seen him really angry and angry with her, and you know, and... I don't know, and just kind of alluding to things he claimed he didn't care about, like emails. And that's bothered me, because you didn't need to go there, in my opinion. And I I can't get me, I can't get over that. We'll take a break. We'll be back with Brad Bannon. In your calls holding, we're coming right to you after this. In the meantime, I'll we'll take a commercial break, and Andrew will beat the crap out of Mark. will be back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Mark is on the way to the ER. And I'm uh, <laughs> just joking. Uh, Brad is with us. And so are both of my crew members. We don't beat our employees. Yeah, only on really bad days. Anyway, let's continue with the calls. And uh, let's uh, quickly continue with the calls. Reggie is in Georgia online for listening on Progressive Voices. Hey, Reggie, good afternoon.
8: Hi, how, how you doing, Leslie? Happy, happy Friday to both you and Brad. I would just like to know, why did Sean Hannity let uh, Donald Trump get away with calling or accusing Bill Clinton of being a on or an accusation without any, without any pushback? I mean, he he didn't ask any questions about where did he get his facts from, where is
2: his facts Well, his, I, have his to, I, I have to, I have
0: to, I have to. He supports it, Donald Trump, but I I have to say Donald Trump. Uh, in the UK papers, there's actually an accusation, and a reporter asked him, and he denies that he uh, raped 18 at some uh, at a party. Uh, anyway, can, can we so can we stick to the matter at hand, Reggie? That we're yes. talking about. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Uh,
8: why? You know, I think like you said, I think we should we, we should unite against Donald Trump because if we let him in. Who do we have to blame for that? If we let him get into the White House and win the presidency, you know, for next year, you know, could you imagine what chaos he could cause if he, could, if he steps in the Oval Office next year?
1: What what anarchy could happen? All right, well, you know, Reggie, Reggie, before? you're putting
0: a, you're putting a lot out there. Appreciate it, Brad. You want to weigh in quickly?
1: Well, uh, I think we will unite. The problem is, it might not happen until we get to July when the convention occurs. Uh, the problem is we should be reunited now uh, and getting our act together the way Donald Trump is doing on the Republican side. I think it's going to happen, but what bothers me is Trump has a head start.
0: I agree, and we're giving more and more and more of that head start. Let's go to Line 3 in Oregon with Gavin listening on iHeartRadio. Gavin, good afternoon.
1: Uh, good
6: afternoon. Thank you. Um, so I just wanted to make two really quick points. I know we're short of time. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to say really quick. Um, I I'm a campaign worker for Bernie Sanders, and um, I'm not one of those people who uh, is not going to vote for Hillary. I'd be happy to vote for Hillary. I absolutely am going to vote for Hillary. There's there's no way I'm going to take the chance of Trump getting getting elected. And and I was a supporter of Hillary before Bernie Sanders got into it. But you know, you have to go with you know uh, with the best option of what what you believe. And, and, and I know, matter. and I
0: hear you, and I hear you. But I think you know working for him i mean two plus two is four and he is not going to be the nominee it is a That's numerical correct. it is he, a, absolutely right he so because not he's be not going to be the nominee shouldn't everybody right, like right. you who sound right. minded and says okay he's not going to be the nominee i don't want trump yes, to win like should. brad said he has a head start shouldn't we get our horse in the race now
6: yes we should well no 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 you no. should not get out of the race now he needs to let everyone vote and and have their say and then but tally why? it up because at the end, and that's all he it. wants to do. But
0: why? That's why? All he... Why? Why? Do you understand, why? between because... now and July, uh, Donald Trump has a daily ability well, to attack because... Hillary Clinton when Hillary has to be defending <laughs> uh, herself against her own her her own camp's opponent, which is Bernie.
6: This brings me to my first point. Okay, With people, I've heard so many people call up today and say, oh, Bernie Sanders is being negative. He's being He's just running a negative campaign. Well, you know what? He hasn't been that much more negative than Hillary has, really. I mean, and and Hillary is in a in a better position to be above the fray because she knows she's going to win. So you know, if if you're in Bernie Sanders' position, you have to defend yourself, and we are a defensive position. It might come out as well more negative. So um, you know, I, I I don't think I, I think he needs to give California a chance to vote. They've been waiting to vote. Let let's go to the convention. Have it all tallied up. And see where we stand from there. Okay, I so agree let me ask you something. If they, Donald, they if Donald hugging, Trump, they will be hugging each other at the end. They will if, be hugging at the end. I agree
0: well, with that. Too late, because if it's, it's we're doing, late. if we're letting everybody have their vote, and Donald Trump has had right now, it is what May seventeenth, eighteenth, no, no, twentieth, right? Okay, so you know, June, July, like two months, two months, sixty days of tearing down Hillary. Okay,
6: he's not, he doesn't necessarily have to tear down Hillary anymore. I mean, he's not really. He's just saying the no, same no, thing. No, 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 Bernie, said.
0: Donald Trump. If Donald Trump has sixty oh, days in the right. race ahead of Hillary, he's he's attacking his opponent. She can't he's because be attacking of this.
6: Hillary, no matter what, he's going to be attacking no matter what. No, I mean, no, no. Prior no, no, no.
0: you are wrong. Prior to Indiana, he attacked Ted Cruz. And the reason uh, he was able to turn his attention to attacking Hillary and the reason Ted Cruz got out is so Trump could do uh, – Ted Cruz got out because he knew he wouldn't win. He, he wouldn't get the nomination, and he and he cared about his party, and he would rather have Trump be president than Hillary. And I'm sorry. I think Bernie Sanders – no offense to you, but i am be honest. I think you guys who support Bernie Sanders care more about this last vote thing than you do keeping the White House in Democratic hands.
6: Well, that's I mean I'm sorry but I have to disagree with you I absolutely will vote for Hillary and I told everyone that I talk to well, I hope to not, not write in, to not write in Bernie Sanders and vote for Hillary okay because because that we are we will be a united party and I don't think that it, just because he's waiting till the convention to 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 see where he ends up and to use his leverage to bring the party to the left I don't think that is going to hurt Hillary in the end I really don't but you know what? I, I, I heard you say before, if Trump wins, you're, you're, you're going to blame – you're not going to – you're going to disconnect yourself from Bernie, right?
0: I'm going to blame him. I will tell him that. I will tell him that in person. Well, and if he's here, at least I'm not a hypocrite. I'm honest. I'm not lying. I am honest. Okay. Yes.
6: But I, I just, you know, I just I just really think that's uh, – sorry. But, uh, all said- due respect, that's a little misguided because
0: – No. Uh, no, let me tell you, you know, why. If, Did, you why? Loses, Did you ask me Hillary why? Did you ask me why? If
6: loses – if Hillary loses, it's because she is. There's not that much enthusiasm for her. No, People you know what? No, wait, like wait, 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 lot, wait, 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 like wait. I it, don't disagree. Like I don't.
0: That's not why she would lose because nobody loses over or wins over enthusiasm. <laughs> and hist- history and numbers don't lie. <clears throat> here, what, here's the, here, Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Here's the reason. Okay. The reason I would blame Bernie is when you look at the polls three months ago versus last week. There are less Bernie supporters that feel as you do and less Bernie supporters today than 90 days ago that would vote for Hillary. Every day that goes by, that could be one, two, five, ten, a hundred, a 1, thousand less votes for Hillary.
6: That and happened just, in 2008, too, and they changed their minds. No, the she's, people, it's a very different dynamic. It's a very different dynamic.
0: It's a very different dynamic. I, oh, we have, have 35 seconds. Incident. I have to go. I have 35 seconds. Nothing right. personal. I can't right. control time. Okay. All right? I love Senator Sanders. I love him. I'll give him a big hug and kiss. But I will slap him upside the head if I have the opportunity, if Donald Trump's president, because I will blame him. Brad, you'll be with me, right? You'll hold him down for me? Uh, yes, I will. Okay, thank you. See, so I'm not alone. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad and Have a wonderful weekend. Speaking of, we're doing a lot of slapping today. Mark, Andrew, Trump, Bernie. Okay. Have a great weekend. Don't slap anybody. Have a good time.